So today, we talk about the business of giving, social entrepreneurship, and why networking is the master key to success. Free Life Friday starts now. It's Free Life Fridays, everyone. Inspiration, motivation, everything you need to live a free life. This is part of the Be Empowered podcast series brought to you by Bank Mobile, America's first fee-free bank with a mission to make banking affordable, effortless, and financially empowering. Now here's your host and financial empowerment coach, Ash Cash. So welcome to Free Life Friday. I am excited about this guest that we have with us today. We have Steve LaRosillier on the line with us. He is the president of Stoked, an award-winning youth development program voted one of the 100 most innovative businesses in New York. Steve has been named Social Entrepreneur of the Year by the National Black MBA, honored as a hometown hero, and given a Community Impact Award. His work has appeared in the New Yorker Magazine, ESPN, Huffington Post, Nylon Magazine, Fuel TV, Bloomberg, Wall Street Journal, and Trans World Business. Steve speaks worldwide on the subject of youth empowerment, social entrepreneurship, and closing the opportunity gap in action sports at places such as Do Lectures, Creative Mornings, Nike, Bloomberg, the United Nations, and various universities. Prior to Stoke, Steve began his career with an independent marketing firm that he co-founded, working with clients such as Sony Music, Reader's Digest, and Rock the Vote. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for Steve LaRosillier. How are you, sir? I'm great. That was, uh, that was some bio. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and it's, you know, definitely speaks to the work that you've put in. And so that's why I'm really excited to have you as a guest on Free Life Friday. So talk to me a little bit about your inspiration for Stoke. Where did you get your passion for youth? You know, I, uh, I realized that when I was a young person, I had a lot of opportunities growing up and people really looked out for me. I had a lot of ex- high expectations, um, and I had a lot of people that just made sure that I didn't mess up. You know, when I, when I was finishing college and starting early in my career, I'd achieved a certain level of success. Like, I was able to start a business when I was 24 years old and sort of doing really well for myself financially. And it wasn't truly until I, I started to think about what I was giving back to the world and it was kind of really highlighted by, you know, what was going on. And I was just like, you know, I, I better start giving back. And, and that's what I did. You know, I started to mentor kids. And, you know, I, I read this book and it was called No More Prisons. And it talked about community activism, self-education and mentoring. And it just really got me so inspired to, like, really give back. And then I, I started mentoring inner city kids in foster care. So I, I literally just Googled mentoring New York City and I signed up to be a mentor. And that's how I just really got my start in this field of, of helping young people. Nice, nice. And it's interesting because at such a young age, first you, you were able to start your own business, a marketing firm, but then transition into running a nonprofit organization. So first 
I would love to hear about social entrepreneurship because that's what that is, right? And how do you feel like it could it could change the world? And then I would love to hear about that transition. How was that transition from the for-profit world into the nonprofit world? You know, the thing about social entrepreneurship, it's kind of been around for many, many years. It's just people have put a different name on it. So it could be a nonprofit or for-profit, but it has a higher mission and and it has a, a purpose. Its purpose isn't just to make money. Its purpose has a social mission behind it, whether it's Tom's shoes, you know, in many ways, it's, they make a ton of money, but they help a lot of people, right? You know, Warby Parker, you buy a pair of glasses and they donate a pair of glasses to a country, right? And so even um, one of the OGs of social entrepreneurship is a guy named Muhammad Yunus. And Muhammad Yunus, started micro-lending, and they called him the banker to the poor. So basically, he'd make small loans to people. So let's say um, you're a mother, you have three kids, and like he'd give you some money so that you can buy a, a goat, and the goat would get bigger, and you'd milk the goat, and you'd sell the milk, right? And then you'd make some payments with low interest to this bank. And people are like, what? You know, you can't trust poor people to do that. But like, it was revolutionary and it spurred a whole movement. And he had something like a 99% repayment rate. And then the, the people organized themselves, right? Like the people that were being lended money and they would, and became like this empowerment movement. And so like, that's essentially the essence behind social entrepreneurship is like, you know, why start a business and you just get rich off of it? Like you might as well start a business and help people, right? Like beyond just creating jobs, it's more about like, you're solving a specific problem in the world. No, absolutely, absolutely. And it's funny because that book that you mentioned, Banker to the Poor, is one of the reasons why I kind of transitioned from corporate banking or retail banking to community banking. And and that's really where I got my passion from. So it's funny that you mentioned that. And so how was that transition? Because as I mentioned just now, my career is, you know, retail banker uh, for about 12 years. And then I decided that, you know what, I want to give back similar to you. Um, And then that transition was really, really tough for me trying to figure out how to make money and give back at the same time. So talk to me a little bit about your transition. Was it difficult? And what advice would you give to anyone who is looking to make that transition from the for-profit world to the nonprofit world? It was it was challenging, especially when you start off in nonprofit. And if you start a nonprofit, like you don't make any money. You know, I've, I had to have three different jobs while I was starting my organization. Like I had three side gigs that I was doing, and it was like marketing consulting for different people. Right? It didn't pay well, but I was really focused on that. And just making that transition, I think, is challenging because you know, oftentimes nonprofits don't have like the IT staff and they don't have the office supplies and the systems aren't as put together as a corporate entity. Right. And so, you know, just kind of being patient and also knowing that like you may literally have three jobs, right. And things move fast and you're going to hear no a lot, right. Like not everything is an easy sell. So, you know, working in nonprofit just really makes you a lot more, I think, more resilient. I mean, the only difference to me in terms of nonprofit and for-profit is you got to bring in more money than you spend. And at the end of the year, if there's a surplus, it doesn't get divided up amongst the shareholders or 
the owners, it just goes right back into the company. You know, absolutely. Love it. Love it. You talked earlier about, you know, having a mentor and how important that is. But how important is networking to being successful? You know what's interesting? I've gotten the chance to meet, you know, many millionaires and many billionaires, and they're still building networks. They're still, you know, they're in a different room than most people. But, you know, they're still, like, sending emails and following up to have coffee and lunch and drinks after work, right? Like, that's how things happen. I mean, it's either that or you just do some crazy stunt where uh, you garner a large social following and you end up on TV or something, right? But, like, not everybody is like that. So, for the most part, like, networking is so important. Listen, you want to be known as a person that is nice. You want to be the person that everybody likes. You want to be the person that is truthful and honest. And you know that when people talk about you, they talk about you in a very positive way. That's how people grow. That's how you grow. That's how you get more opportunities. Stoked is expanding. And I've asked people like, hey, who can you introduce me to? And they're making introductions to people. And I'm like forming relationships with people. And I'm like keeping them top of mind. And like, if I read an article, I forward it over to them or like I'll send them a handwritten note, right? Like those little things, they all matter. Anything that you could do to make people feel special, not even like a cheesy way and not even an inauthentic way. For me, it's like, how do I personalize my connections with people the bigger we grow? It's not who you don't know. It's like, who do you know and how well can you build relationships with them? Right. And then how can you have them fall so much in love with you that they'll want to talk about you when you're not with them and make introductions to other people? And that's how life and business happens, right? Like oftentimes people think that, you know, you're gonna work hard and that's it. I'm like, no, that's not how you become successful. It's like hard work and meeting people and knowing people and that's how the opportunities happen. Like you can't have one without the other. No, absolutely. That is uh, some priceless wisdom. And so talk to me a little bit about how you stay motivated, because I know that this is not easy work. This is work that does come with its challenges. So how do you keep yourself motivated on those days where you may be feeling down? Like, truthfully, my kids motivate me. I have two small kids. They motivate me. The kids that Stoke serves, they motivate me. And like, whenever I see them and they tell me stories and they tell me about their experiences, they motivate me. And sometimes that's not even enough. You know, like I'll go to YouTube and I'll like OD on Eric Thomas or, (laughs) you know, I'm a big Napoleon Hill person. I'm a big uh, Tony Robbins person. I'm a big, you know, like personal development was one of the things that started me on the journey to giving back and how I, I found my, my true authentic self, which is constant improvement. And so, so for me, the combination, it's, it's, you know, music and, you know, motivational videos, and then just connecting that with my day to day and, you know, making the, making a difference powerful and it's funny because you said so much but in everything that you said it all kind of ties in to everything and even the mission of you know this podcast is really to inspire people to realize um, that if they are if they have a why if they understand their why um, and they focus on their why and they work hard at their why and serving um, that you will get what you want out of life it's a byproduct of doing that so um, truly appreciate you Um, so this is our last question 
question, right? Because this is the Free Life Friday podcast where we give our listeners the inspiration they need to pursue their dreams in order to live a free life. So what advice would you give to anyone who is pursuing their dream? The one advice that I would say is, and it sounds super cliche, but it's, and it's the same thing. It's, it's happened to me and it still happens to me. Is that like, you know, you set this goal, maybe you write it down. You're repeating it day and night. You're living and breathing it. You're recording your goal and you're, you know, recording it over some, some music and you're like obsessed with this one goal. Right. And then you get into a car accident. And then maybe you lose your wallet or then maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend breaks up with you, but you're still obsessed with this goal. And then you're like, Oh my God, did I, do I really want this goal? And then I really want this goal. This is, this is really, really tough. This is really hard. And then next thing you know, like the person that you love and that cares for you is like, Hey, you know what? Maybe you, I don't think you can do this. And you're like, Oh man, I don't know if I can. Right. At that moment, that's when you need to like dig in more and just say, screw this, I'm doing it. And then you put your head down and you just do it. You just do it and you do it and you do it and you just never, ever, ever let go of it, right? Like at that moment when you feel like giving up, that's when you must continue to push forward because it's, it's like that weak moment. It's like, it's like the world and the universe is saying, do you really want this? Do you really, really want this? If it was easy, everybody would do it. But no, it's not easy. None of it's easy. We all have our own internal issues. And then we got the time, you know, the world issues. And we got the tragedies of the world and the mindsets of the world that are better. They're all challenges. But you must persist no matter what. Because your story of overcoming obstacles that is inspiration for someone else. When you break through to that other side, you'll become that much more of a stronger person and you will have that much more experience that you can then share on with somebody else so that they too can go through and experience their own sort of wins and, and, and successes. No, absolutely. No, that's powerful because, you know, it, it makes me think about like a video game. Like it's easy when you first start it, but as you get closer and closer to beating a level, it gets more difficult and more difficult and more difficult, but you have to just keep going until you beat that level. So, you know, I appreciate that. All right, Steve. So if, if someone wanted to connect with you, what's the best way where they could connect with you? With Stoked, it's Stoked.org. On all of the social media, it's Stoked.org, S-T-O-K-E-D-O-R-G. I'm Stoked Steve on everything, S-T-E-V-E, Stoked, S-T-O-K-E-D, Steve, S-T-E-V-E. And if they wanted to uh, become a part of our community, it's called Stoked Igniters, and it is StokedIgniters.com, S-T-O-K-E-D, uh, I-G-N-I-T-E-R-S dot com. And that is our private membership community um, where we have everybody from iron chefs to hedge fund people. We got media moguls. We got, you know, you know, startup people. And it's just like this exclusive community of people around the country that make monthly donations to Stoked. And we in turn provide networking and uh, personal and professional development opportunities for them. So uh, we realize that if you give to us, we also give to you. And so that's our community that we're building. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I'd love I'd love for people to apply. And when depending on when this comes out, this episode, uh, we may or may not uh, be uh, open. But if we are open, sign up. If we're not, just uh, sign up for our mailing list, uh, our wait list. And then when we open back up next year, then you can join. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's how people can get involved. So there you have it, Steve LaRosillier, founder and CEO of Stoked. And here are some key takeaways. One, social entrepreneurship is a great way to make profit with a purpose. It's good to make money, but by giving back, you are making the world better. Two, giving back may not be the most lucrative business, but if you are patient and remember why you have started in the first place, you can really find fulfillment. Three, networking is the master key to success. Even millionaires and billionaires still network. Also, being truthful, honest, and likable can help you grow your business by building solid referrals. Four, it's not what you know, it's who you know and who knows you that will help bring you opportunities. And lastly, it's always too early to quit. As you set your goals, there will be many obstacles that try to stand in your way, but it's important that you push past the adversities. As the saying goes, it won't be easy, but it will sure be worth it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Free Life Friday. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I'll see you next time. Same time, same place. Thank you for tuning in to Free Life Fridays brought to you by Bank Mobile. Be sure to visit us at bankmobile.com and follow us everywhere at Bank Mobile. And don't forget to use the hashtag livefreebankfree. Free Life Fridays.